Listen up all you jive turkeys and fly mamas, it's time to kick it with the BAMFCast's third annual Blaxploitation History Month. This week on the BAMFCast, when the man comes up with mob violence, it's time to gun him down. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast, episode two hundred and eleven. Uh, we have a two hundred eleven in progress. That's right. <laughs> we also have a Black Exploitation History Month in progress. More importantly, yes. Well, just yes. just now, Finally. it just started. It just started. Like, You're here, like seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm Beecher. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCast is sometimes we have the best months ever. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. our third annual Black Exploitation History Month. Yeah. Yes. And what we do is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and robot jocks. Huzzah. All right. And the bad bad movies as a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags as some douchebags ever twilight. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible. Nah, the least black exploitation of all movies. Hopefully, not dealing with any of those this sucka month. movies. Because mm-hmm. we we do enjoy this month. Mm-hmm. Starting it off strong with our favorite, the man, the myth, the legend, Jim Brown. Yep. In 1972's Black Gun. Black Gun. <laughs> yeah. Gun with two ends. Two ends because yeah, mm-hmm. extra powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's get a plot summary out of the way because that's what we do. A successful and popular nightclub owner who believes financial independence is the path to equality and success must act as a go-between from his militant-minded brother and the white gang syndicate his brother has attacked and robbed. Their involvements lead to a breathless racecourse chase, the destruction of a dope pusher, and a violent waterfront climax. What the <laughs> hell? I don't know what movie this person watched. Wait, I just did you say this. a waterfront climax? Yes. <laughs> Damn huh. straight I did. Wow. It was that kind of movie. And I've had those kind of spring breaks. Whew. This is not the movie with all the fountains in it. No, it's not. No. But they did, it was at a warehouse right on the water. Oh, was it? Okay. It, it, it was really so didn't matter that it was they by the water. They went down to the docks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But enough. anyway. <laughs> that is a flowery explanation. It isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Jim Brown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jim Brown, the angriest man in the history of men. Yes. But good-naturedly. A man. <laughs> yeah, good-natured, They generally, get, they generally give him reasons to be as angry yeah. as he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not just angry. Well, first well, off, he's, he's kind of... Jim got... Brown. He's kind of angry. He came out of the womb angry. Well, yeah. I, we established yeah. that he did just because that's who he is, but... Yeah. But he also had a reason for that. I mean, yeah. look at the time that he was born in, and then True. he showed the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, in this movie, he kind of has a dumbass brother who... <laughs> Bright ideas, the opening scenes of the movie mm-hmm. are shady bookie type place, moving money in the back, um, 
not real sure what I mean what the actual deal is. It's just they're just the mob mm-hmm. and illegal money operation. Yeah, and his brother is in just ridiculous get up like uh, this is obviously disguised he's wearing a giant afro wig and got like a the super fakiest mustache you'd ever see gray mustache yeah. like he's supposed to be 80 years old right and janitor he's, guy he's hunched over and sweeping the floor and there's one guy guarding the front of his bookie and he's just drunk off his ass like not paying any attention to the guy cleaning the floor and he just slowly mops his way over to this security box and undoes the alarm and and opens up the back door and his three buddies run in and start to rob the place he's sort mm-hmm. of like macgyver tech ninja yeah it a little bit he had a couple of cables bypasses the alarm yeah it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty simple tech back then but yeah. yeah um they they run in shoot the one guy and like everyone in the back is like what was that and he goes to the door and is like hey 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 boss it's just me you know like i need you to open up the back door i need to take the trash out and they're like oh racism yeah <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. start of many blatant racism right off the bat just yeah terrible doesn't waste any time no and they're like all right we'll open the door and then crash and they all bust in and start loading up the money and muscling them around Mm -hmm. and then he makes the fatal mistake of he goes like they're taunting him the entire time saying this is going to be the end of you and then he goes into the safe like the big wall safe and starts grabbing some books yes and they're like what you stole out there the money that'll get you cut that'll get what you're taking there will get you killed Mm mm-hmm and he's, he's like, 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 shut, shut up, up, I don't care. And mm-hmm. and so we don't have to say it for the for the rest of the, the podcast. Pretty much whenever any of the white folks are talking to any of the black folks, there is some sort of racial comment. Oh yeah. In every um, single, single time. Just about, yeah. With the, well, maybe quite. with the exception of the of the white cop. Yeah, well he's just about the only one who we'll get isn't. to it. White no. cop is the best <laughs> white guy in the movie. <laughs> he's yeah, I mean <laughs> which is really strange. I'll say but I mean, nobody goes to the level of Rip Torn in Slaughter. Well, no. But, no, but there's it's all, always the undercurrent there. But there are a couple guys who actually are, like, redeemable white guys in the in this movie yeah. for once, which most black exploitation movies don't have that at all. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, it's like, if you're white, you are a racist piece of garbage. It, it seemed like this was more white scumbags are the racist. You know, like, because that, that yeah. was kind of the general it thing. It wasn't like, all white people. Yeah. In the, well, you got to understand, too, this genre is just now kicking off. So they didn't really have their, you know, their paint by numbers kind of like, and now we'll have all the evil white people. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's, the, and then we save the rec center. Yeah, there's none of that. It's interesting <laughs> that there's more nuance here than there is yeah. <laughs> later on. Yeah. Well, the, we'll get the genre gets watered down. But yeah. yeah, we're still pioneering here. People are still feeling their way around. There. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we make these movies? But so, yeah. but so they. They're leaving, and one of the guy, one of the mobsters, eventually is like, "No, they're not getting away with this," and kind of jumps the gun. So they get in kind of a little bit of a shootout in the room, and he does jump the gun. Yeah, he does. Yes, <laughs> and this one dude who's by the filing cabinet, <laughs> dumb ass, should have had that filing cabinet door shut because the one guy grabs his face, shoves it into the filing cabinet, and slams it on this guy's head. Yep. And we all went, oh! <laughs> yeah. That was, oh! that was so brutal. Yeah, this is under five minutes in the movie. We're like, ah, oh, God. Because <laughs> some stuntman yeah. put his head mm-hmm. in a filing cabinet and had a dude literally just smash it. Yeah. But from there, they get into 
chase out. They get chased well, out no, of the building. But even better is like there's that shot. He gets to the, his head slammed in it, and then it cuts away to a little bit more chaos. And mm-hmm. then it cuts back to him, and he's just like he's doing the and yeah. it falls over backwards. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a great reaction. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I just had my head slammed in the filing cabinet. Yeah. But, like, they all run out and, and take off their masks, and they're like, ha-ha, we did it. And then, like, one guy comes running out, like, no, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, and, and starts shooting at him. And, the last dude. Man, one guy just explodes with paint. Just paint yeah, I mean, out this of this is guy's like, stomach. Oh, man. Yeah, this is Dawn of the Dead blood. Yeah. It's like that thick, really red, yeah. not natural at yeah, it's, all blood. it's bright red. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not coming out of like, anything. It's just, like, paint. Yeah, it's paint. <laughs> it looks it's like, like hero like like It looks like red tempera paint. Yeah. Yeah. I, there were some scenes where I mean, this one looked like really good squibs because like this guy just exploded. But then, mm. there, but then there's other ones where it literally looks like they threw something at them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like they were shooting little paint balls at them or right. something because like. Well, yeah, because they have we'll like dudes later, get but... shot in the face and yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the guy that it's takes like it in the you face. Can't put a squib like... on a guy's no. face. No. <laughs> no. Not in a movie like this. But yeah, like one guy goes down, and then the rest of them are just like shit, bail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then uh, credits. Mm-hmm. Black gun. <laughs> yeah, in like and, stencil font. It's pretty mm-hmm, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and they get to Jim Brown's club, which is called Guns Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pretty sweet shot because like he's he, in. Well, I was just saying like the the opening shot is like this you know fancy script that says Guns Club, and then it's it's a door. Well, it's supposed to be a door, but I think it's just <laughs> a thing they held in front of the camera and yeah. like swung it open, and all of a sudden you're in this club and. Oh, no, that was the menu. Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, someone moved the menu out of okay. it. All right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's fancy swinging place that's kind of going on here, but it's funny because like, the shot makes it look really tiny until it pulls back. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this place has some space because like, everyone's dancing really close together. Yeah. But, it was to make mm-hmm. it just look packed. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, his club's... The building it's in is a freaking mansion. Oh, it's swanky. Yeah. Like, like somehow Jim Brown has a shit ton of money. Yeah, you know, never established. This is just no, doesn't matter. Just Gun has a bunch of money, Brown. owns a club. Yeah, he's it, awesome. It would he either probably, be Jim Brown's club or like you know freaky sex party going on here. It's mm-hmm. that kind of place. It's yeah. like one of those weird California mansion things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and he walks by and shakes hands with Deacon Jones, mm-hmm. who is playing Deacon Jones. Yes, in the role of Deacon Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Deacon Jones, how you doing? <laughs> Chats with him for a couple seconds. Yep, they talk a little. Football. How you doing about San Diego? Blah yeah. blah blah blah. Oblong sport ball, sweet. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. Hater. But, but so he gets upstairs. Yeah. And his brother's up there going through like the safe pretty much. And we mm-hmm. see him putting money in. And so he's kind of like, all right, w- what's the deal? Where you been? He's like, oh, well, you know, I just had to put some stuff in here for safekeeping. He's like, at like one thirty in the morning, I think, uh, I think there's something else going on here. And it, he doesn't want to tell him Then eventually... You know, Jim Brown is just like, I don't back down to anybody. Yeah, he pretty Black much, or he, white. He pretty much leers the truth out of people. Yeah. yeah. Kinda, oh, all right. Because his brother's like, well, you know, how can I trust you with this information? He's like, dude, you know who the fuck I am. <laughs> like, like, look at me. Just yeah. look at me. Turn around. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, here's the deal. We kind of <laughs> robbed the mob. He's like, you dumb son of <laughs> yeah. a bitch. We robbed the mall. He's like, he's show like, me what you got. Yeah, and, like, and then he's just like, okay, I'll just take the money and go somewhere else. He's like, no, you're, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah. Put that money back in the safe. Yeah. And then he goes, well, yeah, and we also got these books. And then Jim Brown looks at those. He's like, 
there is absolutely nothing good going to come of these books. Yeah. Ever. He's like, these are these are payoff amounts. These these yeah. are records of like every corrupt everything ever. You, you're going to get murdered for this. Yeah. They are definitely the MacGuffin of the yeah. movie for sure. But his brother's like, well, you know, we needed to rob this place so that we can fund Bag, which is mm-hmm. the black action group. And we're gonna we're gonna get a bunch of ex-cons and Vietnam vets and some explosives, and we're gonna blow up rich people's houses. Cause, yeah. Can I just say that as a side note, I would watch the shit out of Black Accent Black Action Group as sure. a movie by yeah. itself. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be even without Jim Brown. I mean, if he shows up like Vin Diesel at the end of a, you know, Fast <laughs> yeah. and Furious, that he's not in. That's fine. He but rolls up. Hey yeah. brother. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He should be the leader of, of Bag. No, he should just be like the spiritual leader. Yeah, like they, they yeah. should just he have did, pictures did, of him. Not up like on the wall. he's not like the field general. Sure, he's no. the yeah. you know yeah. he's the commander in chief of, yeah. of Bag. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you know they're like you know are you with us? And he's like, well, not against you. Yeah, and they're like, man, that's not an answer. And he's like, look, have I ever not done what I said I was going to do yeah. or gone against something I say? And he's like, no, I guess not. And he's like, all right, fine. Yeah. Put this money away. Go to your room. <laughs> Think about what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but really, he is kind of he's like the the Rick from Casablanca, where he's like, you know what? I got my club. Life is good. Yeah, just leave me out of it, man. Mm-hmm. You can do your stupid shit. Just don't bring me in. Don't it. get me pinned for it. Yeah, just get out of here. Mm-hmm. So he goes to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, next morning, you got Martin Landau playing golf with. The boss of whoever the mob is. Mob boss. Yeah, mob boss, who who no, I don't believe shows up ever again. Nope. Yeah. But he basically tells Martin Lando, hey, you're promoted, and you suck at golf. Yeah. And you're in charge of the West Coast. You know, you've got everything. Yeah, so. we're bringing in crazy Joe DeVola, or whatever the mm. guy's name is. <laughs> He's just, we're bringing in a psychopath to, to figure out what happened here, and you, no. you deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love the investigative force. It's, it's a guy that's just lunatic yeah yeah, yeah. and like the He's next Ray shot Kiley. yeah and the next shot is his car rolling up in a parking lot and three just hairy faced motherfuckers just big white dumbasses with hair all over them get out they're every guy they're every white guy in every black exploitation movie. yeah they absolutely it's like are the casting call is just identical for all of them it's like mm-hmm. do you look kind of like this how do you look in a suit an <laughs> ugly brown suit right can you be menacing? Yeah. Do you have any problem saying the mm-hmm. most racist things ever put on paper? Yes. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, uh, so the main one, the one that the psycho that they brought in mm-hmm. is uh, Bruce Glover. Yes. Who is also in Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if he's Mr. Kit or Mr. Wint, but one he's of one of them. Yes. And he's the one who looks like Crispin Glover because he's Crispin Glover's dad. So. Kind of makes sense because uh, he is out there. Yeah, he is weird as shit. Yes. And menacing, and it's as weird shit. how Crispin Glover has become him. Yeah, at this point, kind but, of. Yeah, but either way, he is. Yeah, they they immediately go to some dude. They call him Mister Green. Mister Green, who's just kind of guy who knows what's going on on he the street. Seems streets. like a and parking lot attendant, but yeah, and and he's That's a black he dude, is, and they're immediately just like, Nah, you know more than you're saying. You know who who ripped off the place? Who did it? And he's yeah. like, I don't know. They're all wearing white hoods, so they probably were white. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, man, yeah. don't, do not try and sell us on that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'm cleaning up everything they're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, and he, they get one wrong answer too many and proceed to just beat the crap out of this guy. Well, no, what happens is, is that they take the insult one step too far 
because they say something. Well, he's, yeah, he's oh, yeah, and he spits in their face. Yeah, and he's just like, well, that's it. And then... To be honest, like, not to, like, repeat the racism, but they only have, like, five things in sure. their bag. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the big mother of all ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, then they've got, you know, a couple of the lesser ones, and then it's like, something, something, watermelon. Right. And, like, they hit, the, <laughs> they hit that, and it's like, the guy's just like, all right, fine, that, you know, last straw, and, yeah, spits in the guy's face. And yeah, because they, like, I mean... Oh. Yeah, I believe he tells him he's going to go to the Great Watermelon Patch in the sky. Something like that. And that's when the guy's like, all right, fuck you. By today's standards, it's so ridiculously racist that it's almost benign because it's so dumb. Exactly. It's Mm -hmm. like, what does that even mean, idiot? You're not threatening me. But at the time, dude's just like, the hell you say to me? And spits in his face and gets a couple shots He also basically... he repeated like, okay, this guy's gone something, you know, like, I don't know, euphemism for dead. Yeah. And not only did he insult, you know, his race, he also was like, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. So, to be fair, sure. it was it was a double, a little bit of a double dip there. I know. Yeah. You know what I find interesting bit. about <laughs> about this is they just, they beat him up and then they run to their car and peel out. Yeah. Like, you didn't get any inf- information from no. him. You, you might have hurt the guy a little bit, but he'll be all right. Yeah. And you run away like, you know, like everybody's been watching you or something. Or well, like the cops just jumped on the scene yeah because the last thing they they say before they insult him with the watermelon line is you know we don't think you're telling us everything you know tell us or else this and then so they beat the shit out of him but then they're just like dude bail and they 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 just take off and it's like that's a bad tactic Mm -hmm. throw the guy in your car and then continue to get information out of him because like the next scene after we're reintroduced to Martin Landau, who is now being established as a used car dealer, oh, uh, that's his cover. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's so weird because it doesn't fit this character at all. Like when he was mm. playing golf, he seemed like this goofy sort of sort of like executive of some kind. Yeah, and then you see him in oh, you're like oh, he's a used car dealer. Okay, that's odd. And then you know they they stop filming whatever terrible commercial they're doing, and he's in his office talking to Crazy Pants mm-hmm. and. Bruce Glover. Yeah, and it's just like he's like we don't have anything. We have no leads. We've we've talked to people. We don't know what's going on. And Martin Landau is just furious. Oh, with he's he just he just switches. And there's one shot like when he starts to get pissed when the camera just like slams into his face almost mm-hmm. as he's getting in Bruce Glover's face. It's a I mean it's a really good you know it's like emotional conveyance of oh god here comes evil Martin Landau. Um, he ends that scene with such a good line too. He's like, and one well, more yeah, Glover, thing. Glover's like, oh, yeah. anything else, boss? Yeah. He's, He's like, oh yeah, one more thing. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the best. Uh, yeah. So we, you know, we've established. Okay, you've got you've got awesome Jim Brown. You've got crazy racist asshole, and you've got Martin Landau, who is kind of overseeing this whole thing, but is mm-hmm. you know also a used car dealer. So interesting. Yeah, I, I, he he falls somewhere between uh, Ed McMahon and Slaughter's Big Rip Off mm-hmm. and Rip Torn and Slaughter. Yeah, because where it's like he's he's willing to be a bit evil and say racist stuff, but he's but also, he also a total kind of coward. I mean, he yeah, just, he's also like you guys go take care of yeah. that. You know, whereas well, Rip Torn promoted. was like, give me a gun, I want to go kill him. Yeah, he's a suit now. He doesn't have to. You know, yeah, he's a made man. He's he's not yeah, a soldier pretty anymore. much. So yeah, he falls kind of somewhere in between there, where he's still hateable, but he's kind of like not doing a lot he's mm-hmm. just having other people do a lot of shit yeah but from this point i mean there's there's a lot of sort of 
there's it's some introduction of characters. Over, yeah, and, but it's them going around and threatening yeah. people. Like they threaten this one prostitute. They're like, we need to know who took this guy down. And she's like, I'll find him. I'll find him. Yeah. You know? And never then eventually again. they go to the black action group. <laughs> like they have their little headquarters. <laughs> it's a bag right on the window. Yeah. I, I want, this is a weird time period in, in, in the world where, I don't know, quasi-militant faction splinter groups could just buy a storefront. Yeah, well, uh, as long as you weren't breaking any actual law, you can do whatever you want. Well, it's they just, weren't. I mean, it was like it's just like the you know army recruiting station. Yeah, <laughs> like, it kind of is. Yeah, just, but they they weren't outwardly saying that they were you know going out there no shooting people. There was a no. there was a woman and child in the front office. Yeah. Yes, but, but also I, as established later, there are like thirty cops surveilling this place. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they also surrounded. had hidden panel well, door things and yeah. things. They aren't you know. there when Bruce Glover goes there with no. his thugs. And basically takes a child hostage right in the yeah. lobby. Yeah. Because this is when we're introduced to Bernie Casey's character as well. Yep. Who they do a good job of making him pretty cool and yeah. pretty and somewhat menacing. Yeah. But like a guy who you can tell is under control as well. Oh, yeah. Well, it starts. But if you cross him, you're going to get your shit Well, wrecked. he's a big dude, too. So, I mean, yeah. it helps, you know. But yeah, he has a. I don't know, a calmer demeanor definitely about him. So yeah. yeah, but it starts his his running sort of gag of always popping out of the back of this place from throwing open a curtain. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was just voting. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, what's going on out here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Bruce Glover kidnaps the, the mother and child and then that's... Well, well he, he just uses them, them as yeah. shields yeah. to get out yeah. in case they try to shoot at him. Yeah, and it's funny because like this store is, I don't know, maybe six feet front door to back door mm-hmm. and like one of the dudes is like Let, let's go shoot at them and bernie casey's like no go out the back so they go out the back and run around this little corner and then start shooting at him it's like what's the point of that because yeah. you lost the danger the women and the, yeah the, the mother and the child, child. They, they said something like that they'll we'll hit them they're using them as shields yeah but then they unload 50 shots into the but car they've already thrown them, you know they've <laughs> but discarded yeah, the, them. the, the woman gone. and child were yeah. already okay. out of danger it just, out of harm's way they thought but like, they were still in front of the store yeah so they yes also they probably didn't want to shoot their storefront out I don't know the way that it, when they it, because there was a lot of there's a lot in this movie of real world Southern California and then all of a sudden it switches to this set that the mm-hmm. storefront is on and I'm like oh man this place is gonna get fucking wrecked because it's a, it's a set obviously yeah. that's why they're here and they never really do what they should there's like mm-hmm. one little explosion later on down the it's line just but, so they could shoot guns i mean it was like destroy the set it was no i like, know but they had like that huge window someone needed to go out that goddamn window i know it's just i know i'm just saying there, there's a lot of there's a lot in this movie of okay here it comes and then it's like oh yeah. it nothing because i think the guys toss a grenade out at them and blow up a trash can yeah and that's the extent of the carnage that you get on that street yeah well they couldn't have done that in la no so they couldn't have but i'm just saying like you see it and you're like oh Shit's gonna yeah, get LA was here. a little fragile around this time. A little period. bit, yes. Yeah, just a mm-hmm. tiny, tiny, tiny bit, bit which yeah. they even make reference of in the movie. Yeah. They like this is gonna make Watts look like a day at Disneyland. <laughs> like someone actually says that. It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And there there's a lot of scenes with uh Jim Brown and his girlfriend in this movie, and they're all pointless. They really are pretty much pointless. pointless aside from her being topless. Sure. Which you know, they're 
requisite yeah. immunity shows up because of her. But there were, I mean, but there even was, then, but it's kind of. I, I kept expecting her to be put in peril because she never leaves. Well, like when he's like down well, to business, we thought she would either be put in peril or she would be some kind of plant because she was she was very demanding to learn all the information about the brother. Plus, she kind of made a couple of weird, mysterious phone calls, which I think was just bad acting. Yeah. But I mean, I kept thinking she was some sort of informant. Or yeah, something, that's you know. yeah, and it, it, the movie never does either yeah. one. It's just she's Jim Brown's girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, not really a lot to talk about there. But yeah, but the next day the uh, the cops show up at Gunn's Club, mm-hmm. and you know it's two in the afternoon, so he's asleep in bed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, he's just had all night of, of yeah. hot lovemaking with his <laughs> back in town yep. girlfriend. Yep, and this <laughs> is when the the two detectives. The one of the black lieutenant and the white <laughs> white guy officer. That, that's basically. Whatever, I don't even know if they ever have names. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember them naming them. Yeah, but yeah, they did. Um, because they just keep calling the one lieutenant. Dude lieutenant. It was <laughs> and I white gonna, guy. <laughs> I was gonna look it up. I don't know, officer yeah. white guy. But they they make a point to say, oh, well, this is a this is a bit of a switch. Mm-hmm. The black guy's running the show, huh? Yeah, you know, and the white guy he just plays it off. Yeah, because like, he's like an old school cop guy. His his voice is really recognizable. That's why mm-hmm. it was bothering me. I was like, who is he? It was bothering. And me then too. We, I didn't know his name, so I couldn't look him up on the freaking credits because IMDb has pictures for only about a third of these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh. but yeah, black lieutenant was Hopper. Um, I don't know what the other guy's name was. Mm-hmm. But either way, they interview him and they're like, hey, where's your brother? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, what do you know about this? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, we found a body. And he's like, did you find it in my club? And he's like, no. Did you find it in the alley outside my club? And he's like, no. It's like, well, what are you talking to me for, man? I'm not responsible for anybody found in L.A. Yeah. And to his credit, the white cop is very, like, he's kind of the peacemaker because (laughs) the black cop is just like, grilling jim brown and get oh, in yeah. his face and i like that he's one of the few people who's willing to get in jim brown's face and yell at him mm-hmm. and jim brown just gives him the jim brown look and he gives him just <laughs> like this little grin like you really don't know who you're fucking yeah. with do you and and gun gives him credit at the end he's like man that lieutenant he's fantastic he's he's yeah. really he's a badass <laughs> yeah but i mean like the the white cop the whole time is like look don't get in this guy's face because you know don't get in lieutenant's face because he just came back from nam and he's you know he's yeah, he's he's a, he's a good, lieutenant's a good cop you know <laughs> i mean it's so like everyone is supporting each other in the scene which again is really odd mm-hmm. like white cop is just there like hey man i'm just doing my job i don't know what's going on and you know lieutenant yeah. is he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder but he's he's really just trying to find out what's going on mm-hmm. and guns just like man those guys are Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> Good on them for standing up to me. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That establishes all the players because there are a lot of characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's another part of the problem is Gunn isn't doing much for a while. He's out of the movie. Both him and Martin Landau are out of the movie for a long time. Yeah. Where it's it's a lot of focusing on Bruce Glover going around and mm-hmm. threatening people. Which is fine. You yeah. really need to build him up. Yeah. Which they do. Oh, God. Because <laughs> you pretty much hate that fucker by oh, the end of the movie. Yeah. But, uh, there's still more people to meet because that night at the club, apparently the senator, oh yeah, the senator or the governor, I forget which. It, he was a senator. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is you know he comes in with another with a guy who's apparently connected to the mob, and his and his fiance. girlfriend or fiance who happens to be uh, uh what's her name from Domino from Thunderball, mm-hmm. which another Bond yep. connection which is weird, yep. and Bernie Casey of course is in uh. Who eventually would end up in a Bond film. Yeah. So it's weird that they have all those connections in this one. But uh, yeah, they show up and 
basically ask for a table and he's like oh yeah well uh you know the club's gonna be kind of full and <laughs> there's like nobody there yeah. it's about two hours it's gonna be full and they're like we just want a steak and he's like i can't help you i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could but you know and they and get, that, they get into like, this whole like you know well you know it's against the civil rights movement to deny service and he's like oh is that right Huh. Yeah. So we'll figure out table one. Then. Yeah. Why don't you go yeah. sit at table one? And they get led away, and we were joking like table one's outside, <laughs> but <laughs> in the it's alley. Really interesting that they have this scene where he sits down with, with the senator, mm-hmm. and the senator is seems to be asking for favors, but not really. Like like, it's clear that they know each other and that they're kind of acquaintances. Yeah. But it it's never quite clear what one wants from the other. Well, he's running for reelection. Yeah, I think he thinks Gunn can boost his popularity in the yeah. black community or something. Mm-hmm. He's I, like, I've got a lot of constituents of all races and, you yeah. know, really, you know. Because I mean, we don't know, other than club owner, we don't know what Gunn's thing is, but no. he's, everyone seems to know him from, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. famous football players to senators, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but yeah, so he, they have this discussion of how, you know, Jim Brown's like, well, how many black people are in the U.S.? And he's like, well, about 20 million right now. And he's like, how many black senators are in the U.S.? And he's like, well, one. one. He's like, how many judges? And he's like, I'm not going to get into this with you. <laughs> yeah. you. It's like, I'm not going to defend I yeah, white prejudice in this country. I understand. Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, shit's changing, but it's not changing fast enough. Yeah. He's like, man, I, I get it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you want me to do? As a white guy talking to you, what else can I do besides keep asking you for whatever vague help I'm asking mm-hmm. you for? Right. Yeah. And then he, it, he's the other one that comes off to me as like he's not, he's not a bad guy. He's not a, and it's and well, definitely he, not racist he, in any he gets way. A, he never comes off that way. Yeah, he gets a good exit that kind of clears his name for yeah. the whole movie. He, mm-hmm. He's not involved with these other shenanigans that yeah. are happening, which is which starts with the the dude who came in is making a scene with one of the girls in the club. I believe it's Gunn's girl. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah, and it's just like you know, dance with me, dance with me, and and they're just like, nope, get the fuck out. And <laughs> man, he makes a scene like just grabbing onto everything he can and not letting mm-hmm. go just like no i'm not leaving i'm not leaving um we later found out why that was yeah but and then then, <laughs> then gun just says hey guess that guy just came from the wrong side of the track yeah <laughs> and then like suddenly the club is full and everyone's like hooray yeah. jokes like, all of a sudden, it was like he had a laugh track and then yeah. it was, like pulled back it was like oh it's <laughs> there's a whole crowd of people, people, people hey, have hey, been right? sneaking in in the background sure. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's over yeah I mean, well and then like his he's he's making sure his girl's okay and uh his, um the his buddy the club buddy whatever mm-hmm. he is he's just like uh, there's someone upstairs you need to go upstairs and see them he's like all right and he goes upstairs and it's it's white lady mm-hmm. and she's Domino. like yeah and she's like "Ooh, you're a nice looking black man mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like well you're a nice looking white lady but my girlfriend is like five feet away and yeah. <laughs> this, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> so, so bye. Yeah. And it, but it's a long drawn out, yes. like, you know, you know, are well, you sure? Yeah. And, pretty much stare at my boobs for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And leave. And he's mm-hmm. just like, look, I like, you know, it's like, what? You don't like white girls? It's well, <laughs> like, I like, I like all, all girls. girls so. baby. <laughs> I like that. She flips out a cigarette and she's, and she kind of gives him the nod. Like, all right, you gonna like this? And he just doesn't goes she say, like, down. He sits down at his desk. Doesn't yeah. she yeah, say, he, he she walks. says like, please. Yeah. Or yeah. something. And he's like, and he just turns around and sits down at his desk. Glares at her. Slaughter ain't having none of that. Yeah. Nah. It's like, nah, you're not smoking in my office. Get out. It's full of guns, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like all those yeah, guns. Which we, so many guns. Which we really did. Okay, like the sign outside of his club is a, there's a cannon. Mm-hmm. There, there's yeah. just, you know, a replica cannon with cannonballs. That's probably a real. Yeah. 
probably real. Okay. For the canon of this movie, I'm going to say it's a real canon. Fair enough. And in his office, I mean, like, at, first of all, you see him on the walls, like, you know, just like... There's a nice, like, plaque sort of thing with, yeah. a, with, a, with a rifle and then two yes. pistols and, like, a little metal or something. There's guns everywhere in this room. But, but, but there's two also, on his goddamn mini, desk. He has a mini cannon, too. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. But but he has like gun paperweights like on his desk like no, on the day guns. planner. I know, but I'm just saying he probably used those guns as paperweights, not actual guns. And because like he's obviously Brown. he has like more a, guns under Jim the desk. Brown. Later. Normal paperweights are boring. <laughs> he has those cannons so that he can fire the guns that he loads into them. So the guns <laughs> yes, are right. shooting guns. Yes, he has <laughs> then shooting smaller he has guns. Gun cannons. Yeah, but he, he he explains the origin of his name. Yeah, gun. Where he said, "Yeah, well, my." my ancestor was the only one who the white man would give a gun to mm-hmm. would trust him to carry his gun. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and he, all he would say is gun. Hey gun. Mm-hmm. So that came his name. He's <laughs> the guy was more original. I might've been, give me a gun. <laughs> and she's like, well, what do your friends call you? Gun. gun. <laughs> I like that. He literally has no first name. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, his brother does. Yes. Scotty yeah. gun. Yeah, he never he, no. he goes around. He's like, yeah, <laughs> Scotty Gunn is my brother. I'm Gunn. Is Black his first name? <laughs> I mean, I, like yeah, that's what I was about okay. to say. Maybe. All right. Just Gunn. Yeah. Gun. Gun. It's all you need. Gunn. I like it. <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows who he is. Brother Scott Gunn. Mm-hmm. He's just Gunn. Yeah. Scotty Gunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the while while he's basically waiting for this chick to leave, mm-hmm. suddenly Bruce Glover and his buddies bust in. Yeah. And are like, you're going to talk to our guy, and you're going to do it now. And he's like... <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. How about if I talk to him, he comes in here. They're like, no, no, you're going to go out there and talk to him. He's like, I really, no, no, no. I, I, you, you know who I am. Yeah. Right. He just sits down like, at his desk again. This? He's just glaring at him. It's like, a really short name. One syllable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy to remember. Gun. Yeah. Not look, going look around. Yeah. Gun. But, and they take the gun. Bruce Glover grabs the guns off the desk. Yeah, he reaches over to like to just set his hands on yeah. him, yeah. and Bruce Glover's like, "No, you're not gonna have to." Yeah, them off. But, he, but he doesn't take them away. He just moves them to the him. side. Uh, but then there's a great shot where they just show his lap, and his hands are sitting there, palms up. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 like, yeah." I, I, I couldn't even listen to what they dudes were saying to him doesn't at matter. that time because I was like, "Where's the gun?" <laughs> and then you just see like a shotgun fall into his. He's hands. got a he's got a floor switch with yeah. his. Foot, then he taps, yeah. taps his it, foot, and it just shotgun drops. just falls into his hand. Ugh. Drops from under the desk. And then one guy's just like, tell us what you want to know, God, blah, uh, and he's just like, fuck this dude in the that. <laughs> yeah, that guy gets shot, and... He fucked up his own sofa. Yeah. yeah. And Bruce Glover immediately is just like, nah, man, we, this is yeah. not what's supposed to go down this way. <laughs> and he's freaking out. Yeah, he's like, just stop. Yeah, and he goes over to him, he gets the paint on him, he's just like, ah, oh, why, why would you do this? Why would you shoot the man? But apparently the one guy's okay, because they kind of carry him out, he's just like, ow! Yeah, it just... Apparently, he just has a paint gun. <laughs> He's just... Mm-hmm. It could have been birdshot. Could have been. It just hurts a lot. Yeah. But yeah, it, and as soon as they... So, Martin Landau and his, his buddy are sitting in a car outside, because that's who they want, you know, gun to go talk to. And as soon as they hear the first gunshot, they're like, fuck it. And they are they gone. <laughs> so, that's Martin Landau's sort of, like, weird duality in this movie of being tough, but then it's like, as soon as there's trouble, he's just like, nope. Yeah. Done. <laughs> well, Bruce Got Glover, to too. to go. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Glover does switch pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. He's like, you son of a... Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, and, and he kind of leaves. He's just like, this, is it, this isn't done. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I think it kind of is. Yeah, so sort of, yeah. I, I shot that dude, and the rest of you get the fuck out. <laughs> fuck you, get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> get your ass out of here. <laughs> yeah. His girlfriend comes up and is like, well, 
let's go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, they just yeah. Cut, yeah, I mean, what do you do? You yeah. just go to you go to bed, man. Yeah, and they cut to the next day, and then you know they're just chilling in bed, and there's a commotion outside. Mm-hmm. Hey, gun! Yeah, come see what we brought for you, gun! Yeah, and he's like, "What? Let's go look and see what happened out there." And on the cannon, draped over the cannon, is his brother. Yeah, who's just been hacked to pieces, according to the sure. movie. He just had some paint splattered yeah, on him just mm-hmm. some stuff but he's got a few like visceral chunks on his face yeah <laughs> no and they run out and she's like gun don't let him die and it's like well why don't you go call like a paramedic or something mm-hmm. and jim brown's crying and, and like yeah. if is he yes <laughs> no he is he's trying he's Here's jim brown so- is in, he acts like he's crying because yeah. we know that jim brown is incapable of crying right but seeing jim brown's character supposedly crying is enough to break any man. If you mm-hmm. see Jim Brown emotional, you're just like, oh, shit, this must be yeah. really real. <laughs> nah. Oh, I was fine, because I knew it was acting. I, acting! I'm not saying it was a moving was experience. Fine. I'm saying if something happens in a movie to make a Jim Brown character break from his intense sure, stare down sure. to <laughs> that. So, basically, brother's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he That's dead? Why like, I was is he dead? Dead? Or is well, he just hacked up to, in the hospital? No. They bring him to the hospital, and then he's dead. And he's he, he is dead. Yeah, I mean, they, they ended the hospital. I mean, they're walking down the hall, somber Jim Brown now. Mm-hmm. You know, girlfriend on the arm. Yeah, and the cops kind of walk up and they're like, "Hey, sorry about your brother." And he's just like, "Uh huh." Mm-hmm. So and they're like, "No, about, really. Yeah. Look, you know, we want to help." And just like, look, if you're thinking about going out and destroying everyone in town, watch your ass. He's just like, "Uh huh." Yeah. Well, at first they're like asking him his questions. He's like, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go get revenge? He's like, I don't know. Could no. happen. Maybe. <laughs> He's so noncommittal in, yeah. his, in his conversations with these guys. It's but the cops are just like, if you do that, just be careful. Uh huh. He's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Walks outside, puts girlfriend in the cab. And I was mm-hmm. like, get her 500 miles away. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Murder time. Yeah. And. He just sends her home, which again was like I was like, okay, girlfriend's in peril. That's dumb. Send yeah. her further yeah. away somewhere. Yeah, just go to a random hotel. But no, no. Just she goes home, and he's like, I'm gonna go do some investigating. Mm-hmm. Well, he stops first to to bag to the bag headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yes, and kind of walks in. And he's like, Hey, I'm Gun, <laughs> Scott Gun's brother. <laughs> and and they're like, Oh, really? And that's again when Bernie Casey. Pulls back the curtains yeah. like, I heard about you. And then another guy's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> These <laughs> curtains just keep curtain. opening. <laughs> and he hands him the, the envelopes full of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say, we think you've got something that's ours. Yeah. And he's like, here. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like, I like, just want to know who killed my brother. Well, he and goes, they're he, like, he goes, I believe you're supposed to have some documents to it. He's like, I believe I had a brother that was alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, point to you, gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you want to say, gun? <laughs> yeah. But but he goes, I want to. I just want to know who he is, and I mm-hmm. want to get him. And they're like, if we knew who he was, we'd have already have gotten him. Yeah, like you realize this, right? Right. And this begins this sort of weird, they, convoluted circle to get back to Bruce Glover. Well, they kind of they kind of do a little standoff, and then the informant outside is like, more cops outside, yeah. and they go back to the back room. And then they do this like they they switch shirts. Like someone mm-hmm. they give somebody gun shirt and he walks Spun outside. Gun sweet blue jacket. Wait, did we yeah. even talk about the fact that he's riding around in this pimp ass uh, white Rolls Royce? Yeah, Royce. big Rolls Royce yeah. Phantom. Like Phantom, or yeah. yeah. And so like they go and get in the Phantom and drive off, and they're like, follow him. And so mm-hmm. they all leave. We also didn't mention that um, once again, 
Jim Brown is wearing some sweet fucking jackets, man. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. yes they yes, could, yes. like, I don't know what it was. The Jim but Brown they were, collection. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, let's. I mean, he was the height of fashion uh, for his that sort of era. His opening scene jacket. The, oh, it's the, the best. The that, red and black oh, jacket with like velvet, the silver trim on it on every stitch. Velvet. It was like a, a velvet tux with a black. Uh, uh, he had a black lapel. pad shirt. Yeah. Black the, lapel. Yeah. And then uh, white piping like on the shoulder seams. Yep. And then on the back, it had some sort of like on the yoke. It had this weird vertical stitching. Oh, he thing. always has some kind of back leather thing mm-hmm. on his shoulders fucking and awesome man. giant bow tie yeah. also with piping yes. on it just like well, yeah well it was black with a with a little white yeah. piece behind it it's yeah. just like mm-hmm. 72 damn jim man. brown it's yeah. fantastic yeah. 72 but yeah so can't they wait for the 70s to roll back around again i know <laughs> i know mm. they go outside back behind the the bag club and get on motorcycles and they're like we're gonna go wreck some shit <laughs> yeah and the one lady that's in there is putting on a motorcycle helmet. And they're like, they say something like, we're going to go after this, the slave trader is with their words. And he's like, what the hell does that mean? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. And she's getting put on a helmet. He's like, where are you going? And she's like, let me go. And he's like, how about a ride? Okay. Mm-hmm. So they go out to the motorcycles. Like all the bag members take off first. And she's like getting on the motorcycle. He's like, no, <laughs> get on the back. And it's, yeah. As you said, I believe somebody said that it's not necessarily completely sexist. It's just like wherever guns go, and guns driving. Yeah. So it's not really like a sexist yeah. thing per se. No. It's just like it could have been a dude, and he would yeah. have been like, "Nah, you nobody go, drives a gun around." Yeah. He's never a passenger, right? No. Never. So yes, they get on the motorcycle. I don't even know. Did they kind of follow them? The other bag members, or they just kind of take off? This is like a weird break in the action. Like, well, they're all together because what happens is they're looking for whatever the weird pusher guy's name is oh yeah yeah uh yeah that's right they all show up at the bowling alley right because there's a scene in the bowling alley where this dude who looks like cisco from deep space nine the later years mm-hmm. and uh he's just he's just bowling and like dude from a local shakespeare troupe rolls up on him <laughs> and he's just like man i am sick i need some medicine you know and and he's like, well, do you have any money? He's like, nah. And so there's... <laughs> from Romeo and Junkie Ed. Yes. Yeah, there is There is a scene that takes way too long yeah. of, of this crackhead basically getting... Just, yeah, just establishing... Getting heroin from him. Yeah. But man, he, this guy is just selling it the entire time. Oh, like, yeah. just really like... He had this scene and he's just like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to act the fuck out of this scene. And he's like, I'm paid tomorrow for some stuff. And like, first he's just doing standard, you know... Yeah. You know, I don't think he's supposed to be a crackhead. I think he's getting heroin. But, yeah. But yeah, it's just standard junkie. And he's like, I'll pay tomorrow. And then like, he's like, no, come back when you got the money. And then that's when he comes up and he's like, I told you <laughs> where Scott Gunner was. <laughs> yes. And I swear <laughs> from on high. Yeah. But yeah. if you do not give me drugs now. <laughs> I will go to the mountaintops. <laughs> yeah, it becomes just like really finally, like seriously. Just shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, just here's your balloon. Ones. Get the <laughs> fuck out. Yep. And he's like, "Thank you. <laughs> you will never we'll see, see me again. Return on the morrow." <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you know Richard Harris or somebody <laughs> slumming. It's just like, what the shit is this yeah. guy doing? But dude just goes back to bowling. And turns around and gun and the entire posse are just like, Whoops. hey, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and the, you know, they, they just immediately start beating the shit out of him and, and choking him out. And he's just like, you know, I don't have to tell you who I am. <laughs> You're just going to tell me what I need to know. Mm-hmm. And he eventually gets the, na- the name of Bruce Glover's character. And uh, where he hangs out. Yeah. 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 He, he, he lets him know that every day he goes to the racetrack. Right. And they're basically like, 
that must be the dude who came in and threatened us. So, and but everyone's like, well, how, what does he look like? And and even the people who've seen him are, are like not answering his questions. Like, well, how will I know who he is? And one of them could say, I'll come with you because I saw him and I will point him out to you. But right. Gunn's just like, well, yeah. I'll, I'll find goes, him. He goes along, goes to the racetrack, and it's whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 because he ends the scene oh, by sorry, bowling sorry. the fucking dude down <laughs> yes. the lane. Yep. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> After threatening to first things first. shoot him up full of horse. Yes. Oh yeah, because he's he's holding a syringe. He's like, let's shove it in his eye, and he's like, yeah. you want a you want a syringe full of air in your veins, and he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. but yeah, he fucking bowls the guy. Yeah. Sorry, Jim B, but I got a split. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a brief scene of the cops pulling him out of the <laughs> like, bowling thing. They're like, is he dead? And they're like, like, nah. They're like, who the hell did this to you? And he's like, I don't need to tell you. They're like, no, you really do need to tell us he's like they pick him up and he's just dead weight just like i have i have to go to the hospital i'm sick yeah (laughs) and they're like you'll go to the hospital in the joint now come on tell us what we need to know and he's just Mm -hmm. like i can't i got bold (laughs) gun bold me (laughs) all this does is i'm gonna need pins in my legs (laughs) (laughs) it puts the (laughs) god's sake it puts the it puts the cops on guns trail at this point right they're like it was gun gun yeah. was here oh shit <laughs> which, which basically is the excuse to have them chasing gun out of every scene right through the rest of the movie gun much. gets somewhere mayhem and then cop show up is like yeah. hey get yeah. back here because he gets to the to the horse track yeah mm-hmm. and borrows somebody's binoculars <laughs> and me, is man. looking through the crowd and eventually sees Bruce Glover looking at him through binoculars, and they both go, "Oh shit!" That's going to be like a very quick, like zoom, zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Glover me is like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> and Jim Brown's like, "That's him." Yeah. Well, like, he knows I, he is about to get chased by Jim Brown, mm-hmm. yeah, who's I, pissed off. I, I like that he's the insane maniac hired henchman guy. Oh yeah, and he sees Jim Brown is like, "Fuck, run!" Yeah. Well, his character switches at this point. Oh, he's yeah. just like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> I saw what he did in his office. So this begins out like a long chase, like through the parking lot and everything, and it's just like they get into a quote-unquote car chase. Yes, which basically just ends by Bruce Glover going home. Yeah, <laughs> to his mom's house. Yeah, yeah go to his mom's. He house. just parks and goes inside and kicks back on a sofa reading well, the papers. He's like, "Well, I got out of well, there." Jim Brown like takes a side street. And he's like, "Whoo, got yeah. away." Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. he's just like, he's just like, "I'm safe." <laughs> and so Jim Brown is like, you know, he he rolls right up on the dude's apartment building and and <laughs> accosts the guy. He's like, "Hey, man, you want to make a quick ten dollars?" And the guy's like. Yeah, yeah, that sure. sounds great. Fantastic. Let's let's do something. No, no more. Please give me details first. No, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, $10. Okay, sure. Yeah. What do you need? And so they... <laughs> he knocks on the door. He's like, candy gram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, delivery. And Bruce Jim Glover, Brown. like an Got idiot, package. says, nobody's home. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's home. No. But then the guy's like, uh, package. Yeah. And he's like... Oh, a package? Sing- All right. Telegram. Everybody likes a package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, so you so, actually yeah. have something for me? Well, I am home. Yeah. You have a giant black angry man mm-hmm. busting through the door. Cash on delivery. What yep. can Jim Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And man, this scene is just... Oh, it's great. Holy God. It's so good. Holy God. It's like, if you want to see this character get a beat down by Jim Brown... Mission accomplished. They were just like, I want you to go in there and I want you to fucking destroy that apartment <laughs> and that man <laughs> in that order. Yeah. 
Hey, Jim, I don't, I don't want to say anything bad, but that guy called you a cocksucker <laughs> when you were off the set the other yeah. day. Yeah. He doesn't think that you could hurt him. <laughs> that guy called you the N-word like, <laughs> off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't in the script. Times. Yeah. He, he's the one who made, it put, made us put it in the yeah. script. <laughs> he was improvising when he said that. Yeah. He ordered uh, a truckload of watermelons <laughs> and was going to have them delivered to your dressing room. He is a terrible human being. Yeah. Him so, and, murder. So and we're, his we're stuntman. Both of the, both of them were talking about it together. Yeah, uh, collusion. Yeah. So, so so, we're going to open up that door, and uh, the cameras uh, may be rolling, but we're yeah. probably not going to use it. Just go nuts. Yeah, don't attack the cameraman, but that white guy, <laughs> kill him. Oh, my God. At first, he's like, all right, you need to tell me this. And he's like, no, fuck you. I'm not telling you anything. He's like, all Punch. right, then. <laughs> Punch. And then it's on. And then it is just. I think he makes the mistake of hitting Jim Brown once, and then oh. it's like through the coffee table you're gonna go now oh he yeah he picks him up and throws him against the wall it's like yep. it's gonna be a body slam but instead he just throws him against the wall and he goes through a coffee table yep and then later jim brown picks up a coffee table <laughs> and fucking annihilates him with it yeah throws it at him to knock the gun out of his hands a coffee table i mean but everything like if there is if there is anything in this room it is getting it is falling down because they are smashing into it. I mm-hmm. mean, it, they do a good job of, aside from a few bad looking punches, yeah. they make it feel like a real fight where they're just tossing things around the room yeah. and like Jim Brown's shirt gets ripped off. Oh in God. Just incredibly realistic way. Like it might not have been supposed to be torn off at that point, but, but when it does, it's just like, he is angering out of that shirt at this point. He is oh, yeah. <laughs> cause he's hulking out. Yeah. Cause like d- dude has thrown like, cause like a planter fell over on the, both of them and Bruce Glover picks up a handful of dirt and throws it in Jim Brown's face. And Jim Brown's like, I'm blind. And, but by that point, they are just tussling and they're all tangled up. And Jim Brown's shirt is just incredible, hulked off of him at this point, just like raw. <laughs> and that's when Bruce Glover hides it, in the it bathroom. It had to have been planned, though, because it's part of the script, really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to the yeah. next thing that happens. Yeah, what I meant is like the way it's like, done. Like the way it happens, like oh, it sure. probably wasn't supposed to happen that yeah. way or yeah. Yeah. something, but. I mean, look, I'm a straight dude and everything, but. <laughs> the, the sight of Jim Brown in this era, as, as beefed out as he is, is just like. That's what you want. You, you want Jim Brown running around in slacks and no shirt and murdering yeah, motherfuckers. They use a lot of excuses to get Jim Brown out of his shirt yeah. in this movie. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, Bruce Glover hides in the bathroom. He hides in the bathroom. <laughs> the cops are outside. Yeah, banging on the door. Yeah, and he yeah. just grabs the first shirt he sees. And takes off. And gets out, like, I guess through the back window. Yeah, sure. my assumption. And goes to, and runs downstairs and starts checking every car to see if the keys work or well, he's not. Got a, he's got a set of keys, but mm-hmm. he, the car he goes to is blocked in by another car. Because he's like, God damn it, and throws the keys. Yep. Okay. And then he finds a car with a key in it, and he's just like, here we go. Yeah. And Man, you don't want to lose your keys. He explodes out of this parking garage, and the guy oh. playing a, you know, a cop outside is not only backing up to get out of the way of this oncoming car, but has to basically jump over the back of a car to get out of the way well, of... It's also one of those parking garage things where it's like this big hump that comes out, yeah. of it, and he just kind of explodes yes. over it in this like <laughs> jump thing, and the yeah. cop's... Almost in front of it. Right. But I had to have shit his pants. And then shit escalates quickly in this particular car chase because like Jim Brown is running over parking meters and up on the Mm -hmm. sidewalk and cops are just out of nowhere. I don't even know if it was like stock footage from something else, but just peeling into streets, just whipping around like must stop Jim Brown, but he gets away. Mm -hmm. And the lieutenant and the white guy show up and they're just like, why didn't you stop him? (laughs) They're like, uh, have you seen what he looks like? Yeah. 
<laughs> that guy's crazy. Yeah. But the weird thing is, from this point forward, Bruce Glover's out of the movie. Yeah. There was he, like he does not show up again. There's like a micro shot of him in the bathroom, just like flailing around, like he's <laughs> like so out of it, he's almost dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, it's not a satisfying end to that character. Yeah. But it's a satisfying beat down to that. Character. He's such oh, a final yeah. scene, isn't he? No, no. I thought he was in the warehouse. Oh no, no he's no. not. We sure? We never yeah. see him again. Ninety-nine percent sure. He never see him in again. the final warehouse. Nope. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But so he calls. He calls home. And the girlfriend's like, don't come back. Cops yeah. are here. Go to my apartment. Yeah, go to my apartment. And he's like, okay. And I'll meet you there. And he goes there, and they're, <laughs> and her two roommates are there. And it's like it's like the first 10 minutes of a porn, because they're like, oh, <laughs> we heard you need some taken care of. It's the scene from Holy Grail. It really is. It's like, yeah. you know, oh, you're wounded. Oh, <laughs> we must get you out of these clothes and into bed. He's like, I, but I don't want my... Yeah. Like, no, at no, at we first, don't. he's like, no, 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 maybe. And they're like pulling his shirt off again. And he's like, he's like well, you know, maybe I have yeah. a little bit of energy left. Yeah, and, sure. And that's when the girlfriend shows up and he's like, all right, bitches. <laughs> I love out. you, but get your hands off him. <laughs> yeah. And she just looks at him like, oh, you. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, me. They're all uh, over me, baby. What am I supposed to do? And yeah. it it continues to be weird there because like it, it, it he rests and then they make him breakfast in bed and they clean the blood off of the shirt that he stole mm-hmm. and yeah he's just like VIP parking I didn't notice that I had that shirt I think this means something oh there's yeah, an there's address in here yeah in there and and, he's, and also the senators called and invited you to some party it's the same address right I should probably go there and find out what's going on yeah. Essentially, Basically. it's a stupid scene, but yeah, they yeah. all kinds of other stupid extraneous stuff about it. Like, yeah. You didn't yeah, eat like, your eggs. Uh, yeah, whatever that means. everyone keeps saying that, like it's a running joke. Like you didn't eat your, like uh, girls keep coming in. And well, it's just like well, why why didn't you eat your eggs? And he's like, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, but yeah, basically this just serves to get him to the senator's party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know this scene. It's like mingle, mingle, mingle. All right. Let's go out by the pool because we're kind of starting to talk about things. Like I, I, I know you're in more of this than I know. And he gets, well, he calls them out because yeah, it's basically. it's Domino and her hu- and her husband or soon to be husband. Yeah, yeah. Because they or own the he house. He finds out it's their house, right? And he knows because he's looked it up on the county well, he, register. He's like, your uncle is whoever the head mafia guy is, yeah. and that's why you have this house. Yeah. Oh, let's go talk somewhere quiet. Right. Yeah, because he says you guys set me up because the guys the guy apologizes like, oh, I was really drunk that night. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. He's like, you he's weren't like, drunk. He's like, you were stone cold sober. sober. He's like, <laughs> you were trying to set me up with her because yeah. blah, 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 and you're in cahoots. And yeah, and he, he, I don't say words like cahoots. No, but <laughs> <laughs> he like, he, that guy comes at him and he throws him in the pool and mm-hmm. then he's just dunking him trying to get information to the, mm-hmm. and the dude, he and does. the dude gives him up right away. Yeah. He's like, use car scales, man. Guy. Yeah. Rah, rah. Yeah. Martin Lando. Martin Lando. But then Domino pulls out a gun. She gets the gun that was knocked yeah. out. Yeah. And she, yeah. <laughs> she, well, they're dumb because they, yes, the deal he offers is he's like, I'll give you the books. I don't care. I just want to know who killed my brother. Yeah. So all I need is a name. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we make the deals here. You know, we, it, you're yeah. just going to give us the books and we're not giving you anything. And he's like, that doesn't sound like a good deal. <laughs> no, he just doesn't care. And that's care. when he just starts trying to beat the hell out of it. And then the chick's like, all right, well, we don't even need the book. We're just going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if I don't show up, they're giving the books to the feds. And as he's saying this, it's when the senator shows up like at the top hey, of the stairs. He's yeah. like, hey, hey, you ready to go? Hey, you ready to talk now? <laughs> <laughs> and so he can't see her because the umbrella's in the right. way. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll come with yeah. you." Yeah. So he totally gets Deus Ex Machina yeah. out of that scene. Yeah, he should have been dead. <laughs> yeah, but 
no. So, nice guy senator shows up and it's like, come yeah, on. And the as, senator's as, like, as they're walking to the car, he's like, you know, I thought about it and I, I don't like working for these people. They're scum. Uh, well, I don't, he's I don't like, care. I didn't know their connection. Yeah, before. I didn't know the, how deep this connection went before. Uh, if it means me going back to my law office and yeah. whatever. Like if that's where I end up come November, fine. Whatever. You know, whatever. No and harm. they're just like, yeah, all right. He's like, yeah. all right. So. See you later. <laughs> yeah, well, he asked him Brown, he's like, you know, you, you believe me? And he's like, you're a politician. I only about half believe you. <laughs> you're a white, white senator. Yeah. Yeah, you're a white senator. I believe believed. about half of what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's how they end that guy. Like I said, he kind of gets a... It's sort uh, of a redeeming moment. Redeeming he's he's moment. all right. Yeah. Yes. Now he has he has Martin Landau's character's name yeah. and who, mm-hmm. who he is and everything. So it's like let's go there and get him. And he goes to the car dealership and he's basically not there. He's, he's like, oh, he's off doing things he's at the commercial docks. out at the docks. Yeah, yeah, he's out. He's out at the docks. Okay, let's go there. Yeah. And apparently, off off camera, he's gone back to Bag and said, "I'm going here. Let's murder this fool." Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't know this. It's just we see him show up at the docks and. Start sneaking in. I mean, he kind of starts just speaking and in, like takes <laughs> yeah. out one guy, like comes through the door. And, yeah. Oh and man, that guy. That shotgun. guy did nothing wrong. He was just uh, like he, he was, was just working a, for the wrong people. He man. was just a henchman. He was just working at the docks. He was just like, nope. okay, box uh, twelve is over there, and I'm gonna take dude, a smoke they're break. They're cutting and, open tires and pulling heroin out of them. That guy did. That guy choice. knows what's going on. He did. Well, all right. He's a stormtrooper on the Death Star. Okay, yeah. that's lateral fine. damage. Fine, mm-hmm. that's fine. But yeah, Jim Brown murders him uh <laughs> with a shot with the shotgun but not with the shooty bit with no, the, no. With the, the shooty bit <laughs> well like with the shooty bit but the it's jammed into his stomach and yeah, then yeah he stabs him in the, in the stomach with the, the barrel yeah. and then mm-hmm. whacks him with the stock he, yeah. that, that guy's super he, dead pretty much <laughs> super dead and then he kind of he kind of climbs up to the top sort of mm-hmm. and yells at them from up above yeah i mean at this point i was really expecting a slars big ripoff type okay yeah. i'm gonna clear this place out yep. on my own yep but that doesn't really happen. No. Well, he's like, hey. And one guy goes, huh? And Sla- er, Slaughter <laughs> Gun shoots that guy immediately. Again, mm-hmm. guy didn't really do anything. He just acknowledged that Gun said, hey. Yep. He was just like, yes. <laughs> and just blam. He was the message. Yeah. And so everyone's like, all right. Uh, what do you want? You know, and, and he's and like, he's like you, Martin. you, Martin Landau, get out here. And Martin and, Landau is in full weasel mode. He's just like, what, what, what? You hey, know? I'll give you money. I yeah, don't, I'll what, do whatever you want. I don't know what you want. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this is all about, but let's talk about it. Yeah. And and at this point, <laughs> Slaughter gets tackled off of the thing by some guy just sneaking back there. Okay, yeah. gun, Slaughter. <laughs> I know. It's, Jim Brown. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, a guy sneaks up on him and gets the best of him, and they mm-hmm. they go off. And, and then they all beat the crap out of him. Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, they do. Because there's about seven of these dudes, and they are they just like one guy gets him in the and the full Nelson and the rest of them are just punching him in the stomach and kicking him. And yeah. Yep. They basically knock him out. Yes. And the cops are outside because they've followed him there mm-hmm. and they've had the discussion. They're like, well, are we going to call back? I'm like, let's not do it yet. Yeah. He's like, I'll go around the one side. You go around the other. And he's like, well, what if I don't meet up with you? And he's like, then that's when you call back. <laughs> yeah. Lots of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. But before they go in, it, all the Bernie Casey's like the bad hey. guys just, What's pop up? up they're just like ta-da it's like we're going in there to help him it's like what why you and he's like because we're the one that brought the army and he's like what army and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. 12 more guys come yeah. rolling up all these like, dudes and like and, black ninjas yeah. yeah and the cops are like all right why don't we work together on this yeah. and bernie case is like man working for the man whatever okay sure yeah. he's like can you believe this we're working with the police this is crazy mm-hmm. crazy talk let's go in there and this leads to just carnage well yeah. 
before that is before the carnage starts oh, is Martin right. Landau is like he's now full blown like oh you're down and incapacitated well I'm yeah. just gonna full blown racist on you mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand over you I'm gonna light this blowtorch and I'm just gonna I'm gonna taunt you about your dead brother and I'm gonna burn you and yeah, I'm burn just your arm and then I'm gonna blind you yeah and, yeah. and just yeah. be racist as fuck and mm-hmm. then <laughs> Jim Brown's just like nah and <laughs> kicks him in the dick yeah and that at the same time is like that coincides well, he burns with, his shoulder first. yeah oh yeah absolutely i mean jim brown is is being tortured but jim brown yeah. eventually you when know he goes for his face that's yeah. when jim brown like, kicks him in the nope. nuts and, and he, you know martin lando goes, the money and then everybody opens fire from they all come running where they are and just become rafters the yeah behind barrels yeah and yep. they're they're guys in the rafters who are just stunt falling and it did yeah and it, it they said something about everywhere. like the the bad guy said something like bag not bad mm-hmm. said something like we're outnumbered and it's like are you because at first it was like the bad guys looked like they maybe had eight guys there yeah and all of a sudden it's like all the bad guys are getting bag guys are getting shot again yeah mm-hmm. and, and it's like wait what it did seem weird that immediately bernie casey was like we gotta we gotta leave yeah, yeah. all our dudes are dead because yeah they, they get a couple guys i mean they like trade equal number of casualties yeah. on both sides basically like uh, one, mm-hmm. one of the mafia guys gets shot in the face which is yeah. like really just like ooh. yeah two guys fall from the rafters so they yeah. do get them but yeah know. but jim brown yeah. gets up runs to them and just like you know ollie yeah. ollie oxen free and come yeah. over here and- i mean even <laughs> eventually the two cops are like, all right, I think it's time to call back. Yeah. <laughs> and the white guy, as soon as he turns a corner to try and run away, gets shot in the chest. And we're like, no, no, he was a good guy. Yeah, was he hey. going, trying to go out for a reception. I didn't really get that. It was he was like, probably going to go to the car uh, to use well, the radio. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have a radio with him. So oh, they didn't have portable radios. No, nah. I don't think so. Nope. Well, they had them, but or I maybe mean, he needed to go somewhere with less gunfire. They yeah. were going. Yeah. <laughs> he well, do you have quiet. to say anything? Just, <laughs> you kind yeah. of probably want to yeah. tell them where you are. Yeah, yeah. just yell mm-hmm. that over the gunfire. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of difficult. The docks. The docks. Listen for this. Doc three. Do you think yeah. I'm ordering a pizza? Yeah, but he gets shot. Wait, you need so a doctor. On what? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's basically down to Bernie Casey and, and slaughter gun. Slaughter gun. Slaughter gun. Slun. <laughs> I like slaughter. Gun. Yeah, and, and Bernie Casey gets shot in the pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he, he gets he gets paint splattered shot on his in the pants. slacks yeah slacks good shot the slacks making tracks <laughs> with his slacks yeah his his sweet jeans get splattered with uh some blood mm-hmm. and he's immediately just like oh god i cannot yeah. go on and they yeah and so, gun's like no you're coming with me and just starts dragging him everywhere and they they get outside and close this roll g- door yeah yeah and then they jump in his car it's like some security car thing and like terrible idea on gun's part here all right so gun is driving and he's like they're driving through the middle of this and there's trucks everywhere and stuff for some reason i don't know if like they were trying to head them off like i I think it was just shipping yard of just everything being everywhere and he's like i'm gonna make this sucker fly and he's like uh you know gun this isn't a plane he's like well it's gonna be a bad idea (laughs) and they they do this stunt to its credit it's a kind of a cool idea completely impossible if you know how big this is but they jump Mm -hmm. a car between the cab and the trailer Mm -hmm. of a semi truck yep pretty sweet and, and land through there but then like as soon as they land and of course destroy the car as would happen in real life like they hit some barrels and roll the car over like right. as soon as they land yeah because yeah. so, you couldn't see what was on the other side and yeah like bernie casey gets out like i am now more hurt thank right. you <laughs> thank for that you. <laughs> and, and they, as they're running away yeah car explodes yeah, so course. now they're a very visible target it's mm-hmm. like oh they're over there yeah <laughs> so what do they do after getting out of an exploding they get car? into they, one of the trucks they conveniently find a yeah. truck which is loaded in the back with 
barrels of gasoline. What's sure. the red barrel truck? I mean, they have to they have to be brought in from somewhere. Yes. Yeah. They, this is the stockyard. But that's before they paint them red because they're white. They oh, they want to they want to okay. transport them in disguise. Well, in this movie that's worse than yeah, red. Right. That's right. Yeah. But they want to transport them in disguise. So when they get to their location, that's when they paint them. Paint gotcha. Them red. And this becomes like a whole very shaky cam sequence of dudes running around and cars going around in circles. And it's weird. Like it's it's very dis- disjointing about how this shot. But like somehow Bernie Casey is now he's been shot and flipped over in a car, but he's driving the truck. Right. I guess kind of okay. Slaughter's in the back, and it, and it looks like he's trying to do the bad boys thing and throw barrels under the road and then shoot at them or something. It's and make hard them to explode. tell if he's doing it on purpose or if they're just falling out of the truck. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it from a modern action movie standpoint of, oh, okay, he's throwing the barrels out to fucking start yeah. blowing them up. Yeah, this should be 1972 bad boys. Yes. I'm, but it's it's not, because no. like for in this middle of the scene, Bertie Casey's like, I'm hurt now, gun, I'm out of here, and jumps <laughs> out of the truck. Well, he says he gets rolls. hit again. I guess, but he jumps out of the truck and out of the movie. <laughs> he I mean, he's probably bails. dead. He bails, and then it kind of comes to an awkward stop. It does, and Slaughter's still in the back, mm-hmm. and now Martin Landau has got it caught up and is in a car and is standing there, and he. Thro- I saw call him Slaughter. Didn't yeah, I? yeah we're all doing it. It's okay. <laughs> he's Slaughter. He's always it. Slaughtered us. Um, <laughs> takes one of the barrels and throws it, sort of rolls it towards Martin Landau, and somehow ignites him he well, he, he throw, pulls he out flare. like oh, a, flare a flare or something yeah. i don't know where it came from but he has uh, something to ignite it but i mean like it's obvious the barrel he's throwing is very heavy yes because it is impressive to see jim brown take this and throw it towards something which mm-hmm. he does and you kind of see some some liquid shooting out of mm-hmm. it and then that's he pulls out this flare and throws it and then just cut to Stunt man, man yeah. just fucking burning man, just ah, just running around, and they leave this guy burning for a while. Yeah, like, they hold did. a long shot. He does of the fall to burning. the fall to the ground where you would know guys are running out with extinguishers, yeah. but it's still it holds there him. for a while. Yeah, and then like barrels on trucks just f- fill the screen, exploding. Giant just it's a two stager. Yeah. yeah, because the first ones go off, yeah. and then that catches the ones around the truck. Right. I mean the screen, the widescreen shot was not wide enough for this. No, no, for this explosion. Like if you ever want one of those, like if you want to make an animated GIF of stuff exploding, this yeah. is it. Or yeah. like you want to take a screenshot of yeah. explosion, this is a good one. This is a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. And then so <laughs> fade out on the on the mushroom cloud in the yeah. air. Yeah, and we're kind of like all slaughters right. back home or sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Gun, <laughs> back home sleeping. Yep, and. And she's like, "All right, how you feeling?" And he's like, "Not, not so hot, but yeah. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm good." Uh, just so you know, that cop is here. Yeah, Lieutenant Hopper. Do you want to talk to him? He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I guess you can let him in." Well, at first it, he's like, "Hell no." Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him to. Oh wait, yeah, he kind of joined our side. He's all right. All right. Yeah, all right. and he man. comes in and he's just like, he's like, "What are you going to charge him with?" And he's like, "Well, <laughs> what a list. How much time you got, <laughs> gun?" The best charge on the list was inciting a riot at the docks. <laughs> Yeah. Which really no, <laughs> that's yeah, not what that's he did. That's not entirely fair. Some of the other things he did, yeah, maybe, but <laughs> inciting a riot. Definitely the no. reckless driving. <laughs> yes, definitely that. Oh, Absolutely, definitely, the definitely destruction the, of, of the incinerating a human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That was and, in self defense. Yeah, you know, the, totally racist human. The Doesn't total count. almost murder of that guy in his apartment. Plus, yeah, plus Bruce Glover's mom's apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, totally that was not her fault. No, yeah. she's very upset. Poor Mama Glover and the parking uh, meters and that cop. Right. 
There's and... some vi- there's some incidental damage in this uh. movie. So. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> Oh, you know what? I think I think Jim Brown actually caused the gas crisis, the, the energy crisis. Maybe. Oh, yeah. oh my god! By that explosion. Yeah. Now I think oh, about it. Burned up all the gas. All yeah. our all our strategic gasoline reserves. I yep. just I uh, just thought about it. I think that was where ethanol, the first go round, came from. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, man, those explosions were good. They were led to some malaise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she. So he gets led outside by the Jim cops Brown's on wheat. Yeah, and the cops putting him in the car. And he just looks up at the girlfriend in the window mm-hmm. and just smiles, yep. winks, winks at her, and they freeze frame freeze on frame. that <laughs> and just start rolling credits. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, wait, he's going to jail for like forever. <laughs> and he's winking at his girlfriend as he goes. Yeah. That's so awesome. So coming up next year, Slammer. Yeah. The, the Slams. Well, I think he realized <laughs> like, I'm going to run that place in about 45 minutes. And yeah. we're hoping that's the next mo- the movie we watch next year. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow we have to make that happen. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, that's it. Yeah, closing credits. Yeah. So special note, um, no Stargrove, but it's by awesome definition sound- no. But the soundtrack is soundtrack amazing. Is aw- it's a great soundtrack, but there, there's it's no not words. always seen appropriate. No, but no. it's awesome regardless. But yeah. when it is, like when he's chasing Bruce Glover through the parking lot, and then all of a sudden <laughs> that guitar kicks in, it's like, oh my god, they have tapped into my brain. They know exactly what I want here so good it's so good like the theme is really good the mm-hmm. the 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 music in the in the cold open during the the robbery is great it is just oh, building yeah. and building and building you're like oh man shit is gonna go down this is gonna be great so yeah there's no there's no songs in the movie so no lyrics no stargrove but mm-hmm. so now we have to rate it oh yeah yeah well, we don't have to. No, but we, we can. We probably should. We probably should. Keep we we said in the intro that you know yeah, we, 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 do that. we do this we, every we week. Tend to do oh, this. God. Oh, why do yeah. we keep making promises? Well, I was sitting in a solid three jocks through most of the movie because mm-hmm. I was enjoying it, but I was like, ah, you know, he kind of disappears for a while and there's not much going on. And by the end, it earned that jocks back to get it up to four with just screen-filling explosion at the end and mm-hmm. just the general craziness. Mm-hmm. But there's a it's there's just that little bit missing to push it to a five for me. But it, it and I think it's because that first half is so eh, for so long until Jim Brown finally gets the switch flipped and just decides okay now I can officially start beating the hell out of people and killing everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's a four. It, it's it's a solid solid four, but not quite there to a five for me. I will agree with that. It spends too much time with slaughter gun not beating the piss out of everyone. Um, everyone who says anything racial just needs to be pile driven into the concrete or shotgunned as he's stepping out of a car or something, um, <laughs> you know, but it, it doesn't have that just unceasing gratuitous violence that I think it needs. Yeah. So it's a four, okay. but a good four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate to do this, but for me, it's a three. This this movie's kind of weird because on, on on several occasions this movie showed a lot of promise in filmmaking, like there were a lot of really well done things and things that you don't expect from a black exploitation movie, especially an early one like this. And then other times it was extremely amateurish. It, it's very weird. Almost it almost felt like it had two directors or it was cobbled together from two movies at mm-hmm. points. I don't think it was, but little shots were really really good and better than they should have been. 
but nobody gets their just desserts like they they deserve. I mean, like Martin Landau uh, does. Martin Landau got <laughs> lit on fire. You know, okay, okay, okay. around screaming. Yes, but that scene just it just kind of happened. I yeah. mean, it, yeah. it almost didn't feel like like Slaughter didn't Gun. like. <laughs> But Gunn didn't do it himself. Like it just felt like it happened. It as happened. a result of the chaos yeah. in the scene. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then Bruce Glover just to like go out. Like I said, I th- I think he was in that warehouse scene. I, I think he was, but I-, I think he was just like in the background. Doesn't matter. But he doesn't ever. Get, he needs to just come up and. Yeah. He doesn't get murderfied like he should have, and he got the, the <laughs> sh- he, he gets the shit beat out of him, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. That scene is amazing, but he needed more than that. Well. I think a movie a couple years later would have the final scene be Bruce Glover in a hospital bed in traction and all of a sudden guy in full surgical mask and everything comes into the room and it's gun <laughs> and he fucking just wrecks the guy, you know, bulletproof. Oh, uh, Gary Busey's no, a, a, even better. A like he's in a diamond and he just folds him in folds half. Him oh. Yeah, something like that. Just that's uh, once these movies got going. No, like that, no, fucking would, no, just slaughter swing. Yeah. yeah, just oh. uh, just slam him. Like that, yeah, so. oh. and then just like and then like do like the bed lock. You know how they store him? And oh then yeah, just walk the fuck out of the room. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like a hotel bed. He just yeah, folds just him fold up, it up, <laughs> and shoves him out the window. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just leave him there. And then like, the bed explodes with a little bit of with a little bit of blood dripping. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a foot hanging yeah, out, maybe twitch. Oh, yeah. and Jim Brown's the kind of guy that could pull that off. But mm-hmm. no, I just I there's a lot I like about this movie, but there's a lot of slow. It, but yes, the good parts are really good, but mm-hmm. overall it's a three for me. I agree with you. Okay. It is a three for me as well. I, I almost, it, it's again, it, if we had halves, it would be a three and a half. Um, the music is really good. Jim Brown being angry. There's one point in this They'll movie never where, get old where it's just like, holy God, I, they had to have like held him back at some point from murdering people on the other side of the camera because mm-hmm. like he is, there is so much seething rage going on right now. It, it It's it's amazingly unbelievable how it's happening. Like you can't, that's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. You can't act it. He's just doing it. And it's, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, just the, the chunk of the movie without both Jim Brown and Martin Landau in it is really, really odd. And to use all that time to build up these ancillary characters who then do not get what they have coming is strange. It really is strange. But there is a lot to like about this movie. Like you said, the the shots in like the first half of the movie are really something special. A lot of these movies always feel like TV movies, yeah. like they're television productions, and they're filmed very statically and very just simple, like put up a camera and let things happen. They're doing interesting things. There are shots where it's just like, ooh, when they're uh, intimidating the, the parking attendant guy, the way they're sort of like filming the shots of the three guys intimidating him is unsettling. It's not yeah. just camera on a tripod as three guys bully someone. Mm-hmm. It is these sort of very uncomfortably close shots of these guys menacing him. And all that sort of goes away by the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah, it's like the first 40 minutes feel like almost like a William Friedkin movie. Yeah. And then it's like, where the, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. So a lot to like, a lot of disappointment at the same time. They're still finding their footing. This is this is early 70s. Oh, yeah. It's not quite what the audiences want yet and what, no one's quite sure what to do yet. But it's mm-hmm. getting there. You can see it. Like if we had watched this before Slaughter, we'd be like, "Yeah, that's great." And then Slaughter, we'd be like, "Holy God, this is, <laughs> this is wow!" They finally figured it out. So, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to give it three. Okay. All right, long right, half. Yeah. Long. Let's half. just get right to a break.
right, welcome back. Hey, it's hey, uh, second second Bamcast. Bamcast. Second let's, do, let's do some more podcasts, shall we? Okay. 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 Um, I saw a movie. Tell us what movie you watched. I watched uh, the documentary Rewind This. Uh-huh. Oh, that one, yes. Yeah. Which is the loving tribute to all things VHS. Yes. Yeah. We got it all. It's pretty good. Okay. It's not great. Hey. All Aww. right. It, uh, it, it kind of rambles a lot mm. and goes off on tangents that aren't really that important outside of like maybe six people. Oh. Like... It really tries to cover way too much for what it's attempting to do. I mean, there's, it, it wants to sort of be this all-encompassing love of all things VHS, but it like covers people who collect VHS tapes, and then it covers like the history of the format and the format wars between beta and stuff like that. And it talks to like some of the the early pioneers who the people who believed in it and like how the studios were like, no, that's crazy. We're not putting movies on tape and blah blah blah. Um, but it'll it'll spend like 15 minutes on this one guy who makes really 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 terrible low budget shot on video VHS features and it's like this is not relevant to hardly anyone watching this. Right. It's kind of related to VHS obviously because he's still shooting on videotape for some reason, but it's like I at that point you're just an asshole. I mean like now. I'm sorry. I mean he's kind of an interesting guy because okay. he's really crazy and is making terrible things and I think like you know Draft House or someone latched onto him and was just like, you know, we're going to run this guy's movies and it's going to be fun. I mean it's it's relevant in like you don't have to be you no longer have to have somebody process anything like, you know, even shooting old 8mm films. Right. It's like I can take this home and make dailies yeah. today. Yeah. And and there's Do you think they wanted to be just like we discovered this guy again. No, I think they. I think they were working with what they had access to. Yeah, you, you can tell there's a lot of stuff they couldn't really go in depth with because they didn't have anybody to talk to. Like it gets to a point. There's a point where they start talking about artwork on VHS tapes and yeah. how amazingly awesome it was. And they have a couple of the artists who were just machines cranking out this hand painted art, and they were painting these things before the movies were even in production. And the studios, the distributors would come through and they would buy stuff based on the art and say, yeah, we're going to fund this movie, make that. So there's a there's a good like six minute chunk of the movie that's really fascinating like that. But because they don't have any of like the salespeople or the executives or anybody who is buying these things, there's no relevant. Mm -hmm. There's no one to talk about it. So yeah. it doesn't get a lot of running time. I mean, I mean, there's some interesting little things in there like things that we all remember about video and it, it does the whole thing like you know when you rent a tape and you see all of a sudden the tracking gets really fucked up you know there's nudity coming that kind of thing there's just mm -hmm. people reminiscing about how like their friends would always fuck up their tapes and it's like you took my tape and you watched those nude scenes all weekend long didn't you because now my tape is fucked up that kind of thing so it, it's a mixed bag of stuff there's there's some really fun stuff along the way it's it's definitely worth watching it's on hulu plus so if you have it right. you just you know stream it it's it's entertaining you just you kind of get disappointed where it goes off on tangents that you don't care about that's good i was going to ask you where you if you rented it on amazon or where it was it, it's okay if you got hulu plus it's on i don't know if it's on regular hulu i don't know how that works i just when i log in it's my hulu plus account so yeah well hulu plus you can't stream on anything but your browser oh okay. if you don't have okay. a non hulu plus that's account. right okay yeah. So yeah, check it out. I mean, it's it's a little disappointing, but that's also personal preference. There were things in it that I wanted to see more of that they sure. didn't cover. So. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, in the home video market, I decided to do modern-y things. I, we were talking about Netflix Max. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to give Max another chance. And it always amuses me, even if I don't 
pick what it is, mm-hmm. and uh, this was no exception. I, I I haven't tried to use it in a while. And he goes, hey, I'm Max from Netflix, and uh, what I do? And he's like, oh, oh, wait, no, it's you. Uh, <laughs> I just haven't seen you in a while. I just <laughs> <laughs> nice. He like, started to do the whole beginning spiel again, but mm-hmm. it, it was funny. But uh, anyway, uh, one of my choices was critically acclaimed movies, and I was like, there's probably something I haven't seen that's critically acclaimed. Let's see what it what it gives me. And it wasn't the first choice or second choice. It was the, here's your quick five at the end. Mm-hmm. And I settled on 48 hours. Never seen 48 hours. Now, Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte, 48 now, hours? Yes, that, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen it I don't, 15 years, probably. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either. Yeah. Period. Um, <laughs> when it starts off, I was like, There's oh. a huge back catalog in I know, my history. I know. We all yeah. have gaps. I just never got around to this one. I don't, I don't know how, but... Uh, when it started, I was like, I didn't realize this was Walter Hill. Okay, this this could be interesting, mm-hmm. and it and it is and it isn't. It, it's interesting in a time capsule way. That is a racist goddamn. Movie. I was about to say, there's a lot of <laughs> casual <laughs> racism in that movie. Shit. <laughs> yep. I do God. remember Nick Nolte. I remember the two characters really, really not liking each other. That's the thing. Is like. You know, it's like it's one of those like they don't like each other, and by the end they're going to become friends. But like, there's very little reason for them to because. Everything Nick Nolte says to Eddie Murphy is incredibly racist. <laughs> if it's not racist, it's like, you criminal scum. <laughs> and it's just like, why on earth, Eddie Murphy, would you ever start to respect this guy? Mm-hmm. Ever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's it's weird. It's almost a time capsule movie. Like I, Did you feel like you had seen chunks of it? Oh, I know I've seen a scene or two. Like, I know I've seen the parts of the scene of Eddie Murphy in the honky tonk bar. Uh Cause like that shows up in clip things and best insults ever. Cause he says some pretty awesome things in that bar. Mm -hmm. Like him singing Roxanne. Yes. Stuff like that. Okay. Oh, I think that shows up in the sequel too. I want to say, cause like I I want to, I seem to remember like the trailer, like he's singing Roxanne on the bus and then the bus flips over or something in the sequel or something, whatever. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can like recommend it wholeheartedly. You have to like really go into that movie Unlike a lot of other 80s movies, like, you have to know this is a different time and place. <laughs> like, there's not there's not that cute. It, it's that gritty feeling of a movie, but it's like, you're watching it, it's like, this isn't cute. This mm-hmm. is a kind of cruel and mean, and people are all just assholes in this movie. But it's shot really well, obviously. I mean, it's, right. it's Walter Hill. I mean, I, I love his, it, it's like his trademark shot that, you know, simultaneous focus shot where something will be way in the background and someone's super in the foreground. And mm-hmm. that's, I, I, you know, however many times he's done that, I still love that. He does it in this one. Yep. I don't know. Eddie Murphy's way better in it than Nick Nolte. I mean, Nick Nolte's almost just so unlikable. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Yeah. I'll watch the sequel at some point, maybe. You probably, it, it's strangely directly related. Like, it's not just, it's not just, hey, these guys are back together again. It is almost like, no, we have unfinished business. Okay. So it's it's really strange in that regard. All right. Well, so watching them that close together might be interesting. For yeah, me. I know. Weird, weird, random movie. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit the other movie it came up that I haven't seen. Playing mm-hmm. Strange and Automobiles. I've never seen that movie start to finish. I know, and I know that's where I don't our know how theme that's possible. From holy cow, our outro theme comes Listen, from that, right? Only true '80s kids <laughs> would have seen. I know. I've, I've seen scenes. Wow. I've seen a scene or two. I've seen the pillow scene. You know, but. I've never seen that movie start to finish. That's an that's another one of those movies where it's just like I you know it's it's almost going to be like Airplane for some people watching it now for the first time where it's just like 
humor. I know so little about it. Though. That's the good thing. You might be okay then. Yeah, I don't know. but that movie also, I think, it works on a funny level, but it works on a touching. I care about these characters. Yeah, level as yeah, well. okay. that, yeah. That's why that movie endures. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I, the other movie, I, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there because I think we have an email again about it, even though we've talked about it before. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rewatch Black Dynamite. Good. I, 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 yeah, I have decided that I, I almost just, brought that I, up. I'm going to go in fresh. I'm not. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna just let the movie happen. I just remember the movie annoying me in wink wink this is what this is instead of just letting it happen and be that mm-hmm. that that's what annoyed me about it there were funny jokes and funny songs and things like that it's just i don't like a movie that winks at the camera okay you know okay like i like if i if i if i want to buy a a starfleet uh, logo t-shirt i don't want it to say star trek at the fucking bottom like i, I want you to like look at it and go that's the star starfleet logo i yeah. don't want so you know on the back to say fucking star trek in giant letters you know, that's that's just my. It's you don't a pet like it when they go too obvious. Yeah, like I don't want like someone to go like, oh, that's the Star Trek shirt says so right there. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like well, when you were either a kid. Know, either know or you don't know. It you was like when you were a kid and you would get uh, one of those Halloween costumes in a box that would be like the ET mask, and then the plastic suit would just be like the poster for ET. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's like th- this, uh, I'm a fucking billboard. This right. is not. I'm not ET over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So. Speaking of that movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get right into voicemails and emails. Cause okay. We ran a little long first half, so. Sure. We had a lot of gun to talk about. Uh, this one's says, uh, Black Exploitation Month recommendations. Mm-hmm. Hello, gents. Laid back black here. <laughs> I'm a longtime listener, but this is my first email to you all. I love, love, love your podcast and wait with bated breath to get your newest episode. Congrats right. on going over 200 episodes. I have some recommendations for you for February. First up is the Human Tornado, a Dolomite joint. This is quite literally the quintessence of exploitation film. Imagine a movie where the screenwriter, which must have been Dolomite on weed, the director on LSD, and the editors on heroin just didn't care. It stars Dolomite and a very young early Ernie Hudson. When I say no one cared when making this thing, they really didn't care. Costumes? Who cares? Check out the sheriff and his deputies. Editing? Please. Stereotypes? Aplenty. How gay men are portrayed is astounding. End bombs within the first 10 minutes, it puts Tarantino to shame. Dialogue, Dolomite at his most amazing, if you're drunk or high. Plot, is it impossible to spoil it? It is impossible to spoil this film because I have no clue what this fucking thing is about and I've seen it five times. Martial arts, ninja, please. Dolomite foo is something to behold. But it is a glorious film. I give it five jocks for the sheer audacity of someone ever thinking it should go on the silver screen. Make no mistake, it's a god-awful film, but damn. Immediately after watching this film, I recommend Michael Jai White's Black Dynamite. If you've already seen it, you know this film earns the Star Grove. It is the 21st century's I'm Gonna Get You Sucka. Everything you can imagine in a black exploitation film is in here. From fake tears to boom mics being in frame to stuntmen being switched out mid-scene to the most amazing leap of logic scene ever to be filmed. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard. It's not a bad film by any stretch of the imagination, but in honor of Black Exploitation Month, you have to do this film or at least talk about it. Okay. Well, that's about it. I'm out like three strikes. Lash Bruce Dern. Peace. <laughs> laid back black. Laid laid back black. Laid, laid back, back black. black. Okay. All one word. That, oh, really? That's an interesting comparison because that 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 sums it up perfectly. When I saw a trailer for Black Dynamite, I was like, I hope this does what I'm going to get you sucker tried to do and did poorly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was the same thing. No. Like I, I I remember really liking I'm going to get you sucker. It's fun ish, but again, it it winks at the camera too much and i just i wish someone would come along and say i am making a black exploitation tribute movie straight up 
Like, just find somebody that can play the part of total somebody. badass womanizer and not have to wink at the camera. You know, everything else has been, like, I mean, obviously Keenan Ivory Wayans was not a badass black exploitation action history mm-hmm. for I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. It mm-hmm. was just like, I'm directing this, and who's, who can I cast? Me! Oh, yes. You know, Vanity Project kind of thing, and... Mm. I, I don't know. Just I wouldn't say so much Vanity Project. I, just like I, I mean, here's the thing. I know you watched it before we had started watching any of these films. Yes. So, le- as you said, I will be interested to hear your perspective on it now, having seen some of these and really, I, I'd seen ones before. No, I, mean, I know, but like I mean, like really, to- really with a critical eye over the last like two years. And, sure, and I've seen ones I haven't seen. Yeah. So, yes, I mean more. So right. I'm not saying there are going to be specific references that you'll, no. you'll get, but just the overall feel of it. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of agree that the, the trailer is better than the movie. There's a really strong three-minute trailer where it's just like, God, yes, make that. And then when you see it, it's just like, this isn't that. It's a little different. There's something a little off about it. But I still like it, so. Mm-hmm. going to give it another try. I quote that movie all the time. Oh. Yeah, all I, need the to, time. I need to watch that, too, because I hadn't seen it, and your initial reaction to it kind of made me go, ah, I probably don't need to, but you seem to be the only one who has that reaction. Okay. Most other people seem to be like, no, you see Black Dynamite. I'm going to give it another try. Yeah. But I I, I, harbor this, <laughs> I harbor the same things you do, where it's like, don't beat me over the head with something. Yeah. Like, let me figure it out myself. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one up is from Gavin. It says, recommendation slash thanks. Hi, I'm Gavin from Wisconsin. First, I'm a fairly new listener to the cast, and so far, I really enjoy it. So thanks for that. Second, look forward <laughs> to Black Exploitation Month. Want to make a recommendation for after that. 1999's art house psychological horror, The Item. This is a delightful romp into the ego of the director slash main character of the movie, Dan Clark. It took me years to find this on DVD, but now it's readily available on Amazon for cheap. I already think you'll love it. Thanks again for the entertainment, and I hope to hear your review of it. Sent from my US cellular R, smartphone. <laughs> in quotation marks. Nice. So the idol or the item? The item. item. The is, item. That, is that quotation marks? Like iPhone? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Sent from my, smart, sent from my US cellular smartphone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we'll look into that. Yeah, that's going to be some time. <laughs> we got theme month of Palooza coming up here. Yep. Yeah. March to Costco's. <laughs> that's April. March. April. <laughs> April. <laughs> I cannot wait for April. But Are we doing April? Month? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we're spoiling it now. Animation will not be back. Nope. May is going to have to be Freedom Month. It has to be. Because Cuba Gooding June. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm off Cuba Gooding June. I do not want to watch this shitty straight from Bulgarian movies anymore. Wait, what? There's plenty. Do you know how many <laughs> movies that dude makes? They're all shitty Bulgarian no, movies. No, no, no. Chill Factor was not a shitty Bulgarian That's movie. like it. That's, no, 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 no. Give no, me no, another no. one. Snow Dogs. No. Snogs. <laughs> all those dogs died. That's for doggies. <laughs> no. That's for doggies. <laughs> Whatever. Snow Dogs. We'll, we'll talk about it. Cuba Gooding August. I'd rather do May Leota, but that would be another theme month in a row. God's sake. All right. (laughs) Let's play a voicemail. Okay. Hey, yo, this is Avery from the Chi of the Ka, and uh, I'm calling out Mackie and Chuck. Okay, let me begin with saying that everything I'm about to say is mitigated by the fact that I love your show. I'm a long-time listener, but fuck you guys for your Spider-Man 2 dissentingness. Alright, so it's not that I disagree with you. I think you're really, really underselling um, just how badass Doc Ock is. 
I mean, yeah, you're right to point out the Evil Dead scene in the operating room. That scene is fantastic, but to call the scene on the subway train as only kind of interesting, Chuck, you bastard, don't make me drive all the way to wherever it is you guys live. And, yeah, that movie is a lot of subplot, but really, I don't think there's a good way you could do Doc Ock. Doc Ock exists because, from a conceptual standpoint, he is the perfect antagonist of... Spider-Man, who is... Okay, I'm fanboy gushing, but I think you guys received too much love letters, so let me just kind of save Spider-Man for you guys. There's a really cool uh, Saturday morning cartoon called The Spectacular Spider-Man, and if you would check that out, that's probably like the best Spider-Man thing ever, because I think Sam Raimi, as a director, he's become a little bit more of... as one of you pointed out, a bit of a for-hire Tim Burton. I don't think he works good unless he's doing a horror movie. I just don't. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, you guys suck. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best Superman... Nah, nah. Spider-Man movies. It balances out the darkness that you have in the Batman trilogy and Watchmen and before you had Avengers. So I think its place is sealed as one of the best superhero movies of the millennium. It's definitely better than The Amazing Spider-Man. Man, screw Andrew Garfield. I'm just pissed at everyone. You guys all piss me off. I love your show. Have a good day, guys. Bye. <laughs> okay. That was that a was, fantastic voice, man. That was the best type of walking ever. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean it. Can I just I... point out I did not hate Spider-Man 2. Oh, but you I liked internet, it. You internet I think I have it. to rewatch this now because I, I love Spider-Man 2. I liked it just I, I fine. It's just disjointed as fuck. And I'm sorry, the scene on the subway is goofy as shit. Which part? The like the the whole thing where he's like pseudo dead and okay. they're oh, passing they're him passing forward. him okay. all, like like he's a like he's Jesus. I mean, it's, it's, no, no. <laughs> it's it's better than the pandering scene in the first one. The pandering scene, yeah. Both of those had that pseudo post nine eleven bullshit scene of band together in New York. And the one, the, the tacked on one in the first one oh, is the, even worse. the one in the first one was fine. Oh, where they're throwing shit yeah, at the guy. Yeah, it's like, hey, you stay out of our yeah. New York debt. That was fine. That no, didn't bother me. That, that was tacked on it bullshit. Was fine, but I don't even think you can equate the two. This wasn't uh, like a solidarity moment. It was this weird thing of, no, someone just pick him up and move him to a... What is this? What are you doing? He's not stage diving. He's dead. <laughs> I'm so glad this guy didn't get to hear your thoughts on Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Well, oh. Did he stop listening entirely? You I, didn't talk about it. Oh, that's You're right. like, I'm not going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Spider-Man 3 and, is and okay. He'd agree with you on Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man is not. No, Amazing Spider-Man is good. Nope. Action nope. scenes, yes. Neurotic Asperger's Spider-Man, no. <laughs> Fucking hate so what they if, did to that. In yeah. summary, there's no good Spider-Man no. movie. I, None of them satisfy on the way not the next one. Jesus Christ. I like the first two. Like best... Comic book movie of the millennium? Did he say that? No, he said up, up there. It's going to solidify itself as one of the best comic book movies of the millennium. I don't disagree with that. A thousand years? Well, I well, mean, there we're, only, we're only years 14 of years, <laughs> 13 years into it. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's fairly that, safe that's, to say. That's a bit premature, Safe I to think. say. I mean, yeah. I mean. All right. So anyway, <laughs> There's a lot of I, time left in that millennium. We'll be all right. Time all will right. tell, man. 
Well, Spider-Man 2 and Crush Groove. Thanks, dude. Just just know that you're among many who feel that Spider-Man 2 is awesome. So. And also that hate Mackie. Yeah, among <laughs> many that do that, too. I, I do it to myself, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one up. Yeah. From Steve like the bird heron. Oh, it's He's become a regular heron. here. Steve, he's written in. He's got uh, Blu-rays. Okay, great. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck just loves me saying, hey, guys. Hey, guys. I was listening to some old episodes while doing work. In one of them, Chuck mentions Pulp Fiction on Blu-ray and how he was waiting for it to come out on the Rays of Blue for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, what is a movie you love that is not on Blu-ray? Or DVD, for example. Rad is not even on DVD. For me, it's the movie Rumblefish. There's UK Blu-ray, but I don't have a region-free player. It was streaming on Netflix for a while, and that was an HD print, so it's out there. I got the DVD recently, and luckily that's a really good print. Anyway, Crash and Burn, Steve Heron, like the bird. P.S. Robot Jocks is on YouTube for free. Fuck yeah. One star I'm in. My Friday night is sealed. Except for my iPhone while I'm studying for midterms. At least he added something on the end there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Robot Jocks not being on Blu-ray is... Yeah, yeah that sucks. Dumb. Travesty. As we talked about last week, Order of the Black Eagle, not on DVD or Blu-ray, yeah. is dumb. Well, so much of the good stuff that we've seen just Yeah, yeah that's, that kind of almost goes without saying. It um, bugs me, uh, Slaughter's... Uh, Slar's big ripoff, not having the correct soundtrack mm-hmm. on any version. Yeah. And not being on Blu-ray. We should kickstart that into existence. I, I think we can buy those No, rights. we need to kick James mm-hmm. Brown's family is what we need yeah, to do. Yeah, that's the problem. I, we'll do it with money. Oh. And then we'll burn oh. all the money once mm, once okay. it's in their vault. Okay. All right. I, uh, I Come in Don't Peace worry. is a big one that for so long we didn't have. And Shout Factory put out a really great Blu-ray of it. Yeah. So that was nice. I, oh. I've got a few shelves at home of dvds that i'm just like as soon as this comes out on blu-ray i will upgrade it it's like most recently was the right stuff where i was just like how is this not mm-hmm. on blu-ray this movie's fucking amazing um bad boys 2 where's the fucking blu-ray yeah i mean first one is first say, one is first one is why is it the same shouldn't it be the same production company everything you would think and the bigger second one is bigger and crazier and needs blu-ray yeah, yeah. uh arena i don't did arena ever come out on blue came out on a on a it DVD came out on compilation those, yeah compilation deals yeah I'd rather have a Blu-ray, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And there's some like Harry Potter. They just refuse to put out a set that has everything. Yeah, I know. They refuse to do it. They just keep putting out big-ass sets with crazy boxes that are like $400. And it's like, no, you don't even have all the features on the fucking disc. So, mm-hmm. no, I'm not paying that. That's why I bought the $30, 40 set that's from the UK. I yeah. don't care. Just give me the damn movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just figure if I'm buying them, that's the last time I'm It's so cheap, I didn't them. care. I was like, yeah. it's movies and Blu-ray. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think pretty much all the, the exploitation we've watched, we've had some HD prints from like MGM HD, but yeah. none of that stuff is on Blu-ray. No. I think never. Shaft is on Blu-ray, but that's not one we would watch. Mm-hmm. I think for a fact it's on Blu-ray, but like the bulk of that library, I don't know where it is. Yeah. So. It's frustrating. Yeah. So last one's voicemail. Hi there. I'm currently watching your live stream online, and my husband is a really big fan of you guys. You actually said his name today, which he really, really got excited about and called me from work to tell me about. Anyway, I just wanted to know if you guys were going to do t-shirts or posters or anything like that, something I could get him for, like, Valentine's Day or a birthday um, to support the show, because uh, he's such a big fan. Uh, anyway, thanks so much. Merchandising! Yeah, and that was Moi- Samantha. But, uh, we actually have, I think, six T-shirts. We have we had six made T-shirts. A few years back, they were um, wildly expensive. Yeah, we we've looked into it. Um, 
I, I guess it's a matter of getting enough to make it worth it's, getting them and not having to charge you guys an arm and a leg just yeah. to make, you, you know, just to break even on them. I yeah. mean, that was it's the big the issue. Right, the right shirts and the right printer and then getting everything together for the right cost. I, and that's I, I have a question. Somewhat prohibitive. Out there in fan fan world, uh, universe, <laughs> galaxy, uh, um, write in, write into BMF at bmfcast.com and just say, we won't read it on the show. You know, no one's going to see it. Like, I mean, if you're shy, don't worry. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that listen that never write back. Yeah. We know this. But we won't, we just kind of want to do like a little bit of an informal poll. Would you guys want stuff if we were to make things? Yeah. Because I've actually looked (laughs) into posters because a few people requested uh, the business cards that we have on the website. Mm -hmm. You know, the the pictures that we posted of those. They said, are those poster size? And we're like, no, they're not. But I've looked into getting those printed. And the cost isn't as bad as you'd think. The problem is getting the tubes to ship them in, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, so that they're not demolished by the time they get there. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm just but curious, yeah so. if you're interested in posters or Just a little bit of an informal poll. I mean, if we hear from you all the time, we'll yeah. maybe assume. And if you don't want us to read it, just put in the first line of the email, please don't read this on yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah we're and just we're curious. Like, every once in a while, we like to hear or from just, people. Just put, just put poll in the subject yeah. we're and just, send us an email. We're just curious. Like yeah. we said, if, we, we if you would wear a Bamcast shirt, or something. Just say, yeah, I totally buy one of those because like we just have no or... idea that anyone would be interested in such we a thing. This is yeah. like pretty <laughs> yeah. much the first time where someone has explicitly said, "I would totally buy that." Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm saying like let us hear from the people who never talk back to us. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You'd be anonymous. It'd just be us. We won't say your name or whatever. Yeah, yep. And in the meantime, I will rent you Harlow for a reasonable fee. I'm He's cheap. available. And yeah, easy. He and your husband can hang out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I like high fives and crash and burns. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you guys could watch another 48 hours together. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and small soldiers. Yeah. The, the only thing you just have to, you have to keep them, you know, keep some Mountain Dew code red on hand to, to keep them fueled up. And Easy. Other than that, good to go. Maybe a fast break or two. Mm. Yeah. Right. He's so, even, he's house trained too. So. Mostly. If they want to get in touch with us, how can they do that, BJ? Well, it, it's really quite easy, as you would imagine. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> Uh, we uh, we have buttons on the right-hand side of the website, which is bmfcast.com, and all of those buttons will lead you to all of our social interaction methods. Um, the one thing you can't necessarily do is call the Garfield phone from the website, but that's super easy to do, too, because you just type into your phone 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263, and then press that little green send button, and it will bring you... Into the Garfield phone space. (laughs) Right. And it will record your voice for a low, low rate of free. Mm -hmm. Probably. uh, Provided you're in the U.S. Right. Provided that you're, yeah. Well, it records it for free. Your phone call might cost you something. Sure. That part's up to you. The recording is free. It's all on you, man. (laughs) But um, as usual, keep them them short. uh, Keep them simple. And And we'll play them if you want us to. Sure. Yeah. And you can call our 1-900 number. Uh... Those still exist? Yeah. one nine hundred five jocks No one's calling our 900 number? No. Where we have weekly jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our joke-a-phones? Yeah, no. that's, that's called the <laughs> internet. <laughs> All those premium jokes. Yeah. The ones that you don't get on the show. It's right. 95 cents a minute, and it's just us telling jokes. <laughs> 95 cents yeah. for the first minute, and $1.95 each additional minute. Yeah. It's me Parents talking permission. about haters. Right. 
Yeah. Hey, many rants every week. Like we'll, we'll go ahead and yeah, tease yeah, it. Yeah, like I'm, our premium yeah. joke service. Like you know, the punchline <laughs> is the otter says, "Man, this cupcake is salty." <laughs> Now call one nine hundred to find out what the whole joke is. That they oh, oh, that's so good. Oh, oh, oh so here's good. another good preview. Knock knock. Uh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Man, if you're a premium member, you can even find out who's there. I can't wait to find out. Gun. <laughs> Gun. Who? Boom. <laughs> right. Let's get out of here, please. Shall please. we? All right. All right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. Out.